It's a BudPod patron mega-level correspondent special for top two levels. Patron correspondent special. That's right. It's been a while since we've done one of these because we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really... Yeah. Um, well... Well, yeah, so we kind of, but more. I mean, the it, it was a terrible, perfect storm, really, of the fringe and then that big filming commitment and the yeah. and the big took out all of September. Someday we'll tell you what the filming was for, patrons. Oh, not even this inner sanctum is inner enough of a sanctum for us to tell you yet. We're we're embargoed, um, but you will love it yeah. when we when we do. Um, but yes, apologies. It has been remiss. We've we have we have been remiss rather. Um, so, so remiss. Part of it, I hate being remiss. Part of it as well, to be honest, is that um, there was a brief phase, maybe six weeks or so, where we did get some patron correspondence from you guys, but a lot of it was from the four pound crew, from the minimum level. And there's no point us doing oh. a correspondence special with that because they can't hear it. So it's not fair on them. Um, and of course, being a lower rank than you guys, their correspondence would be all muddy in your ears and not as beautiful and solid gold. Um, so there was a, a, a combination of factors, but thanks to um, us getting our shit together again, here we are, here we are, and a lovely fresh are. crop, an autumn wind harvest of yes, correspondence, gold, gold like like wheat, <laughs> like autumn wheat, big fat apples and pears. Tumbling from bows. Bales. Bales and balefuls of correspondence. <laughs> Gold and twinkling in the sun. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> God. Don't breathe coffee. Don't even talk to me till I've breathed my coffee. <laughs> so, uh, Daniel gets in touch. A loyal, original, uh, I think from what I can see on the... the the messaging interface on the Patreon website. He appears to be an original guy from the start. Original guy? You mean a, a founding father? Yeah, but of the Patreon, I mean. Oh, I see, I see. Thanks, Daniel. You're the manual. You're the manual, Daniel. Um, Daniel says... Uh, <laughs> he says, hey, Pierre. So I think he's figured out that I'm the one who... <laughs> who reads these? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean... I think by now you can probably work it out. I'm the message mum. My my record still stands at one correspondence read. <laughs> the whole bud pod. Isn't that incredible? It's incredible. It was such a disaster. No one has complained. But yeah, yeah, go on. Um, <clears throat> hey, Pierre, I saw this tweet and it reminded me of a conversation on the pod from a year or two ago about the militarization of the police in the US. This could be one of the most extreme examples. Um so he sent us a tweet. Um, I will. I will like the tweet now, and then BudPod, maybe we'll retweet it. Um, but it's in my likes. If you if you care to see the image, the image, Phil, it's a it's a Twitter account saying, "Why does the university feel the need to own one of these?" And it is genuinely astonishing. It is a. A sort of heavy, heavily armored people carrier that is being used by the Ohio State University Police. I'm looking at it now. Oh, my Lord. Look at that. 
Yeah, it actually has it has university written on the side. The highest state university police. The Yanks are mad. That is crazy. Can can the Yanks just calm down? <laughs> That's like an armored APC. Well, no, an APC for a university. That's mad. Imagine if you went to <clears throat> imagine if you went to Southeast London and then a tank rolled by with goldsmiths written on it. Yeah. <laughs> the, and like and a tank commander with pink hair pops out the top <laughs> it would look like something great from like tank girl like some post-apocalypse uh, uh graphic novel wouldn't it yeah 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 or like um if it was funny. goldsmiths or yeah one of those arty universities the camouflage would just be like awesome like really like hand painted like cle- a clever take on uh on camo yeah the saint martin's hummer would be <laughs> Pretty ironic, I reckon. <laughs> and just the most beautifully tailored uniforms. Just fantastic design. Um, <laughs> do you know what's strange? I mean, in, in the replies, people are saying things like, oh, you know, a, a, a guy did do a terror attack on, on Ohio State University. and blah, blah, blah. But here's the issue with that. That car doesn't stop terror attacks. That car is for carrying soldiers and police in such a way that small arms fire and explosive shrapnel is less of a risk to them. So, well, this is it. I mean, the the American answer to terror threats tends to be the kind of equipment that is no use until full out war has begun. Yeah, all out war. It, it's, it, that's it. It seems know, to be sort of. Someone... <clears throat> I mean, it's for stopping a siege. Yeah, and even if like people are saying, oh, they, they, I'm sure they get it for free, but it's like, well, the amount of fuel it needs, like you don't, it's just you don't need it. It's just that you don't need it. I, I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, yeah, what can it really Plus do? It's kind of escalation, isn't it? It's, es- it's an escalation. It's escalation, and 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 uh, I mean, you you've spoken to me a few times of action bias. You know, people think, well, because we have it, we have to use it. Otherwise, why do we have it? Yes, 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 yes. Um, my word. <laughs> it is terrifying. That's mad. I wonder... Yeah, I mean, like, like, you could use it to safely transport people sort of under fire, but then you get down the whole rabbit hole, the, the old American rabbit hole of, like, right, and why is anyone under fire? <laughs> why, why does anyone have and an AR-15? Yeah. AR-16, whatever. It's definitely not a prank. No, it is real. That is mad. Um, Daniel says it's also on the Wikipedia page for the vehicle. Oh, I didn't know what the vehicle. Oh wow! So the 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 makers of the vehicle are are proud. <laughs> what it says like to be arming a higher state. People universe. using it, yeah, armies, governments, and then a university. What's the what type of vehicle is it? It's a thick boy of a vehicle. That's it's a big fat boy. It's an MRAP. Oh, yes. Okay. What's an MRAP? An MRAP is a mine-resistant, ambush-protected <laughs> uh, vehicle. Why does a university vehicle need to be mine-resistant? <laughs> because of all those... F- it should be mind-resistant. I was about to say, because whoa, of all those whoa, fine whoa, young whoa. minds that are at the university. Oh, that's good. Yeah, very good. <laughs> those anti-personnel minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An anti-personnel mind is like uh, Mitt Romney. You buy a company and just fire all the personnel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, these the, these the Ohio State University has got a kind of vehicle that 
people send to um to Ukraine as aid. Mm. Mm. There you are. Um, light armored vehicles designed to resist landmines were first introduced in specialized vehicles in the 70s by the Rhodesian Army, the then Rhodesian Army, further developed by South African manufacturers, including the Hippo, the Buffel, and the Caspia. Ah, uh, yes. We learned about this recently, actually, didn't we? Yes. And... The, the base of the vehicle is sort of tapered either way such that it's sort of like a pointed, there's a pointed tip towards the bottom. So when something, when a mine explodes underneath it, it's the shrapnel's deflected outwards away from the vehicle. Exactly so. And thank mm. God Ohio University has got one of them. That is fucking mad. Truly, truly odd. <laughs> um, well, thank you, Daniel, for, for, for bringing that. Um, Do you reckon that's in the... Do you reckon that vehicle's in the prospectus for Ohio State University? If you pick up the prospectus on the front, it's um, <laughs> it's it's a it's a bunch of like suspiciously multiracial friends, and yes, and then all smiling on a quad, and behind them is just a, an M wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they're all having they're just laughing around an M wrap. They're they're all having like um a picnic on a on a on a checkered cloth that's on the 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 bonnet of the MRAP. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> that's a, the prospectus has all the normal like photos that a university prospectus comes with, but in each of them there's a, the MRAP is somewhere in the picture. So like get involved with sport and then they're playing like netball and then just outside in the middle of the court is the MRAP so so you like the whole thing is like becomes like where's Wally where's MRAP <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah the MRAP's teaching a physics class what's in the audience of yeah the yeah there's a statement from there's a welcome statement from the MRAP <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah at the, when you open the, at the perspectives at the start, there's a welcome statement from the dean, uh, the admissions tutor, and the AMRAP. <laughs> Goodness sake. Um, and then it's like an alumni who've passed away, and it's like an armored vehicle from World War II. Um, we've got a lovely message, Philip, from Joe. Joe, give us a show. Well, he might. With your so, corrispo. Yeah. Mm, dense. <laughs> mm, dense. <laughs> mm, dense. <laughs> Joe says, uh, he ha Joe has a body conspiracy for us. Oh, okay. Remember, we asked for wow, people's okay. body conspiracies. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I, can't, I can't remember why, though. What was that about? This this. My like my body conspiracy was, was it that there is no way to tell when you're going to need a wee? Ooh, and, maybe that was it. And the bladder fills at completely unpredictable rates. I like that. And it has nothing to do with how much you've drunk or when you've drunk it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my body conspiracy. Okay, well Joe's one is inspired by recent body conspiracies bonus pod. I'm convinced that if I could do if I could do ten chin ups in a row, I'd have the body of Thor. Ah, yeah, yes. So, and that's why they're so hard. Well, this is the thing. There's so much reward. I can do maybe two, one good one. Really? Can you? 
I I only recently because of all the training over the last like year or so of weights and stuff. Yeah. I've got such a big back now, Phil. My back's wide now. <laughs> and it's weird to feel aware of your own back. A big old back. Big old back. Do you feel like you're carrying it around? Like a sort of f- flat backpack? A flat back, a backpack. A, f- a flat meat backpack that you've always got on. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little bit, definitely. <laughs> well, Joe's, Joe's similar to me. He says, context, I've been blessed slash cursed with big thighs, a big bum, and a big head. Nice. nice. He says, um, I'm not an unhealthy 33-year-old man. But a large part of my mass is devoted to these three areas. <laughs> <laughs> Crucially, I also enjoy drinking beer and eating lovely food. It's true. It's yes, good. yes. It's all part of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe says, I go to the gym and by far the most difficult exercise for me is the pull-up slash chin-up. I'm therefore, yeah, because a pull-up a pull I think is harder than a chin-up for me. What's the difference? So chin-up is like hands facing towards you almost like with oh, your biceps yeah 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 then chin up is them facing away and wider right right a, pu- a pull up is them facing yeah. away and wider yeah 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 that does seem hard. i think so he says i'm therefore convinced that if i could whack these out to a decent frequency without struggling i'd have the body of a famous chris <laughs> like yeah one of the one of the chris yeah pratt evans they're all out there um, yep. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Joe says, I'm aware of the irony that this is very much in the vein of thinking, get fit by doing 100 push ups, ignoring the fact that you'd have to be quite fit to do 100 push ups, Koji. Yeah, it's sort of um, a catch 22. Yeah. If you can, yeah, if you can do push ups, you'll be, be very, very fit. But in order to do a push up, you must be very fit. However, how do you get onto that cycle? If you can do one push up, and then you have to stop for a while. It's still better to like do three struggle push-ups a day so that next week you can do five a day. So yeah. in the sense that in in a sense, as long as you take breaks, you could do a hundred push-ups to make you fit enough to do them in a row. So mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. so it's really hard to do a hundred push-ups in a row, but if you did like uh, 10 sets of 10 push-ups all throughout the day, you know. Yeah, you'll get You there. get closer you'll and closer. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any body conspiracies. Er, body conspiracies. Um, my body conspiracy is that I will never have a normal BMI because BMI is horseshit and I hate it. Yeah, BMI has sort of has, hasn't BMI been abandoned now as um well because it, 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 because the, the BMI is a really simple way for your GP to just go you're too fat look at this number they still haven't stopped using it completely <laughs> um, there's yeah. there's like the Cambridge BMI which is a bit more like they've added a, a squared or something to create a more 3D equation so that makes a bit more sense mm. but it's overall I mean it just presumes no muscle mass or whatever. And also, just because like I'm such a weird shape, it gets less accurate the taller you are. Me and Joe have got the big bum legs, you know. Yeah, it just seems like chaos out there, man. It doesn't account for the big big bum legs. It doesn't account for bum. Le- That's what I shout at the GP. 
Have you taken into account bum legs? I stand up. I stand up on the other side of their desk and I kind of like twist my hips around and around. I say, thought about these? <laughs> what do you think about these hams, Doc? <laughs> have you have you factored in these hams? Yeah. <laughs> that is swing, swing from side to side. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the doctor, his eyes widen. He goes, my God, no, I, ne- I didn't. I failed to... He gets out a calculator. <laughs> Miss Novelli, you're absolutely fine. Get out of here. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and next time when you go into his office, next to the the sort of that sort of um, cross section cut through of the human body, there's one that's just a big old ham as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, with a little note saying, remember those, remember those remember hams. Remember the hams. Always remember the hams. Um, the next message is from Jack. Jack, why don't you whack your correspondence into our ears now? He certainly has. Um, so Jack says, firstly, that he very much enjoyed my Rahalastapa. It was good. Very nice. Thank you, Jack. It was fun. Very fun. Um, Jack says, frankly, mad to hear you mention me by name over Koji, but can we please clear this up? Okay. Oh, this is Koji, Jack. Mm. Well, see, this is interesting to me because I, I swear this is not the case, but I believe Jack. He says, it was the warped mind of Mr. Wang who first came up with Keep On Jacking It. Yeah, it, that's true. That's true. I, I thought we were crediting Jack with coming up and popularizing the abbreviation. Is that what? Yes. So he says it was Mr. Wang's yeah. diseased, uh, warped mind <laughs> who said, keep on jacking it. The pair of you who ran with it. And it was I who signed off with a, le- a letter with Koji. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. And that's right. It, and he says, no, it was not related to some wanking story. Um, keep up the good work, Koji. <laughs> Yes, okay. Well that that makes more sense. Did did you come up with it just as a sort of riff of like um a riff of like oh I th- yeah, I think we were just talking about I think we were talking about sign offs. Mm. And I think we were talking about sign offs and I said ima- yeah, imagine if imagine if I was to keep on I think maybe you asked me what mine would be and I just said keep on jacking it or something <laughs> like that. And then I said imagine if that becomes our slogan, our sign off. And then Jack started the grassroots campaign yeah the grassroots movement to make that our sign off against my wishes yeah um the ass poots movement an ass poots <laughs> movement yeah from an ass poots um cactivist yeah <laughs> ass, um, ass poots cactivist <laughs> Just, I love how slowly it becomes just in, in, incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah, an ass boots cactivist, and um, and public. I, I at first, of course, I resisted. I resisted our sign off being keep on jacking it, but the public mood was too much behind it, and and mm-hmm. it became irresistible, and eventually. We had to accept that that's that's what our our slogan was. Keep on jacking it, and, and Koji became its catchy abbreviation. So, 
sometimes you sometimes you lead the public Pierre, and sometimes the public leads you yeah yeah that's it mm. you know people vote with their feet or bums yep um yep. and uh there's nothing to be done you just have to accept it um but thank you for the clarification koji jack um kojak yes thank you kojak uh, Louise sends us a nice little message. Louise, Ooh-wee. I'm excited about hearing this. <laughs> is that is that a Mr. Poopy but a Mr. Poopy butthole? Yes, that is. Yeah, yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a horrible little voice that man has. Um, <laughs> Louise says oh I, I saved her on when I was on Frank Skinner radio show she says uh, what a treat in my bum bum life that when hiding in the kitchen from the awkward interaction with an internet installer in a small house in a tiny dwelling <laughs> Pierre comes on the radio in a non-pooptastic manner to soothe my anxiety and calm my raging nervous body rumblings oh yeah. Were these body rumblings induced by the presence of the internet man? Possibly. Louise says, thank you, Pierre, for saving me from having to do a fear poo with a stranger in the house. <laughs> so I, so did I stopped the poo? Or did I cover the poo's noise? It sounds like you just you just sort of generally settled the whole digestive system there. Mm, like a big... What, what, like a big whatever, ra- the opposite, whatever the opposite of a brown note is... It's your your it's your voice. Your voice is the antidote to the brown note. My voice is like a constipation note. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Just um really bungs you up when you hear my voice. Yes, that's <laughs> that's good. That's a good power. Yes, that's good. Oh, okay, well that's good. I um It is it is always awkward when there's a a, a workman around because you always feel like you should be in the vicinity, but you don't know you don't have anything to do. So you just start, like, I just start sort of drying plates or oh, yeah. just moving things around. Yes, you start to or behave like, a, like an ambitious extra in a movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> just sort of shuffling things and moving a, a single placemat onto another placemat and going, <laughs> hmm, yes, that's better. Yeah, as um, if to say, will the internet work now? <laughs> What about now? <laughs> what it is is you don't want you don't want someone who is at their job observing you who is not at the like yeah who is not at their job. You want to look like you also are doing something. Yes, exactly. You don't you don't want to be standing there. You the <laughs> your instinct is whatever the opposite is of someone trying to do their job and then you lying down on a big bed and just farting and wanking and <laughs> playing loud music and just doing whatever you want. Yeah. You don't want to feel like a layabout, and you want to seem—you want to seem like you have some sort of va- vaguely helpful energy. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Even if you, because, but you can't help. You have no idea how to help, and that's why they're there. Yeah, the whole. P- so you want to feel like you're helping the universe around them. Yes. Or something. Yes, exactly. The whole reason they're there is because you are incapable. 
when I say, do you want a cup of tea or coffee? And they say, no, I'm all right, thanks. I honestly don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I just stand there like I'm rebooting. Just yeah, yeah. Bang, 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 bang. bang. Just modem noises coming out of my mouth. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> do you want a cup of tea? No, thanks. Yeah, you just immediately power down, head, like chin to chest. Like, <laughs> Uh, Hillary gets in touch. Hillary, let's get celery. Let's get celery, Hillary. Uh, Hillary says, greetings, pill and fear. Oh. Mm. As a founding farter, I figured I may as well take advantage of that sweet, sweet premium correspondence. Uh, yes. yes. A correspondence as old as time. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I emailed it was the halcyon days of the Bud Pod teens, or perhaps even the single digits, around the time of bread farts. Were we ever so young? <laughs> single digits. Digits. Bread farts, of course. Yeah. Brot. Brot. Nah. Nah. Chapati. <laughs> <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> Bloom. <laughs> Bloom. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so Hillary says, were we ever so young? Um, I apologize, she says. I have not recently shat my pussy. We forgive you. Wait, is Hillary the one... Is Hillary who shat a pussy? Um... Don't know. I think she just means generally that she can't tell us something that crazy. Okay, okay. But maybe. I'm not sure. No, I think she's American, so I think she's just generally saying, you know. I reacted to that like someone, had, like she claimed to be lost Princess Anastasia. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> could it be? Of the shat pussy. <laughs> she She lives? How can we verify this? <laughs> she must shit her pussy again. <laughs> In front of the court. Um, she must shit her pussy on uh, on top of ten mattresses. <laughs> and if we can... F- if we, Wait, if she can... No, no. If we can feel the shat pussy from the bottom of the ten mattresses, then truly she is the shat pussy lady. <laughs> Of royal blood. Um, <clears throat> she says, I apologize. I've not recently shared my buzzy. But as Austin Powers has been mentioned two weeks in a row now. Um, <laughs> what can I say? It's a movie that everyone's talking about. And specifically, odd job slash random task. I forgot he was called random task. That's very funny. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, his name is <laughs> random his task. His name is random task. <laughs> um... <laughs> I felt compelled to absolutely ruin the comedy of the bit. Uh oh. Oh yeah. By telling you that the guy who played Random Task, Joe's son in Austin Powers, was sentenced to seven to life in prison in 2011. <gasps> what? For a 1990 gang rape and torture in Huntington Beach. Oh my lord! What? what? So it happened in 1990, and they got him in 2011. Then he beat his cellmate to death (gasps) in prison. He got another 27 years, so 34 to life. 
Whoa, I've looked at him. Joseph Hyungmin Sun. South Korean born American. Convicted felon, former mixed art martial artist. Uh, MMA again. professional wrestler. Oh my lord. So it's MMA again. I mean, he looks like he looked like a mean if I dare say son of a bitch mm. in in the movie, but Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. Yes, he's got a Wikipedia Joe Sun. I mean, the first one is Wikipedia is a mugshot. Yeah. So he's in the category of the same category as O.J. Simpson with regards to comedy movies. Oh, my God. I mean, okay, so contents of his Wikipedia page. One, early life. Two, mixed martial art career. Three, acting career. Four, crimes. Crimes. Fuck me. Man, oh, man. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that's what happens, I guess. That's the, that's the risk you run when you don't watch a movie for decades, is that you might find out that one of them is um, a very violent felon. Bloody hell. Um, Hillary says, there's a whole episode of CBS 48 Hours about it, but produced before the whole cellmate murder thing. Anyways, at your service to bring the pod down the dark road of my vast and encyclopedic true crime knowledge. I'll put links below. By the way, I'm the strange lady who got Koji knuckle tattoos sharpied by my professional sign, sign painter friend for Phil's San Francisco ah. show. Oh, great. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hillary, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah, we, Hillary said said hi to me in San, in San Francisco. Yes. Nice to hear from you, Hillary. Well, she hopes it was more funny and than creepy, and thanks for signing my book again, Phil. Absolutely not creepy at all. It was very nice. Yeah. Um, I tell you what is creepy, learning about all of Joe's son's horrible crimes. <laughs> yes, and she, so she says, okay, thank you. Uh, okay, thank you, Hillary. Bloody hell, that is mad, isn't it? Um. We, uh, 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 oh, okay, we'll do one last message from Ali. Um, Ali is of Christ Penelope fame. Christ Penelope. Yeah. Um, what was Christ Penelope about again? Is the South African oh, pastor um, called Christ the, Penelope. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, Ali says, when I was in high school in Florida, there was a petition stand, um, Hmm. Oh, yes, I've seen photos of those. Um, photos of photos. Photos of those. When I was in high school in Florida, there was a petition stand with a large sign of Obama photoshopped into a Luftwaffe uniform with a Hitler mustache. Wow, okay. <laughs> right. And the giant words, <laughs> Obama is a communist. <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> that's funny. Um, apologies if you can hear that listeners there's someone who is a, 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 a someone outside my flat window who is what I'm going to call a phone shouter I don't get these people they are how, how can you have so much confidence in, the, in, in your conversations if someone calls me on the train I'll go I'm sorry I can't talk I'm on the train yeah I would ideally not answer Even, yeah yeah yeah, there's no way anyone's hearing my conversations. No way. No way. And also, like... The, Except this one. They seem to be, like, on the phone yelling because they're like, oh, what if they don't hear me? Because they're far away. Like, they can't get over that kind of, like, caveman view of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. To them, their friend is very small and trapped inside the phone. <laughs> yes. 
So Obama's in a Luftwaffe uniform with a Hitler mustache and the giant words, Obama is a communist. Um, I couldn't help myself and I pulled a Pierre, engaging with the man running the stand, pointing out his many errors. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh dear. Um, Like you would expect, it has the same impact of getting progressively more frustrated at a brick wall. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Engaging in something where you know you aren't going to change someone's mind but are going to get upset and mentally exhausted is basically an in-person Twitter or Facebook argument. Yeah, it's still... I don't know. I think it's still healthier. It's still more productive. What, to engage? Not think. To engage in person as opposed to engage on social media. Well, if it's it's a zero-sum game between the two, then yeah. But I mean, this guy... Once you've gone to the print shop and printed out your Obama Luftwaffe uniform poster, it's probably too late to... Yeah. He's crossed that personal Rubicon, sure. But... (laughs) I think it can be good if not if if for nothing other than your own convictions and your own um I don't know it's good to practice these debates sometimes even if it's against a lunatic. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I I I also I think I think th- there's a difference between you know um uh, picking a fight with someone at a at a dinner party and ruining the evening and and someone who's put up a a picture of Barack Obama with a Hitler mustache. I mean, he wants to have the conversation. Yeah, that's true. But then if he thinks there's there's a, I think there's got to be some sort of equation where it's like the stupider, the belief that's being defended, the more likely the believer themselves is too stupid to be clevered out of it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Start again. So. Yeah. The stupider, the belief being presented Okay, I'm with you. The more likely it is that the believer of that belief is by definition of having that belief so stupid that you can't smart yep. them out of it. Yes, I agree with that. So I think this, that, that's the case here. This guy's already so dumb or mentally ill. Yeah, he's beyond, he's beyond help. Yeah. I know, I know. but yeah. But I, I guess what it boils down to is if you enjoy doing these debates but um no but yeah, I, he's he's beyond I, I think enjoying the debates is also itself a sign of just like something else because mm. what's to enjoy <laughs> some people yeah you can yeah. enjoy conflict i don't know ali ali says also the republican party just really like to throw around the words like communism and socialism near elections it scares the elderly but also understandably it really scares the large cuban population in the southern states yes Oh yes, of course. Of course, of course. Of course. That makes sense. Those crazy cubes. Those cubes. Yeah, I wonder. Well, we will see what happens in the midterms next year. Next year, next month. Oof. Oh my God! You going to the midterms? What are you going to wear to the midterms? <laughs> that's a that's a classic American. <laughs> phrase isn't it yeah what are you gonna wear who, to you, the who are you going who are you taking to the midterms <laughs> it'd be funny if the senate had a prom that would be fun <laughs> big prom with all the various mad just mitt romney in a, with a sort of a suit with a big floral arrangement on the collar i mean i guess the, the like the correspondence dinner is kind of the closest thing they have well, that's to that, like the it? white house and journalists prom isn't it yeah oh oh very, very funny that Donald Trump just didn't have those during his tenure, like Voldemort cancelling oh, dinners, shit. Voldemort cancelling parties. I, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, of course. Why would he tolerate that shit? That's so funny. 
That's so funny. Um, okay, well, that it come, brings us to an end here, guys, for the Correspondence Special. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for your correspondence, your premium correspondence. Um, we will speak to you soon. Um, I'm thinking mm-hmm. we might put this out almost immediately compared to the main episode. So enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy, y'all. And we'll see you again at the next one and at the next pod. Yes. The many pods. All right. Bye. Bye.